Hi there, it's Daniel Eccles, and you're listening to the Learned Opportunity Podcast, where you can gain opportunity in your personal and professional life. Today, we're going to be learning how to turn uncomfortable feelings into pleasant memories. So as a baby, I would frequently get ear infections. And uh, this was frequent enough that I ended up having to get these things called tubes in both of my ears. I had to actually look up how tubes work to understand why I actually received them. Basically, this is how tubes work. They increase the airflow to the middle ear and allow drainage to happen from behind the eardrum. So apparently I had a drainage problem as an infant needed some assistance with that. And that's why I would get a lot of ear infections. So they put these tubes in there to help me out with the ear infections. Of course, I don't really remember having those ear infections as a baby. And I certainly don't remember having the surgery to actually receive the tubes. I don't remember that. I was only a, a baby at that point, but I actually remember most having these orange rubbery earplugs whenever I had to go swimming. I'd go swimming and they were usually in the green, the very fluorescent green swimming bag in a side, like a mesh pocket somewhere in that bag, if my memory serves me right. And I had to go in there and before getting into the pool, I'm excited. I love swimming. I especially love swimming underwater where even more water might get into my ears and give me some ear infections or mess with my tubes or something. And I'd go in there and I would have to get these really, I can smell the rubber and smell, smell the kind of the chlorine from the, the bag and get these really bright orange earplugs and smush them into both of my ears. And then I was good to, to do a cannonball. So. The other thing though, that I remember about having tubes in my ear is, is that I had to actually have them removed eventually. I'm not certain at what point they were removed. I think it was third grade because most of the unpleasant things uh, that happened to me in grade school were in third grade. And it's another story for another time probably. But either way, I remember I had to have a tube removed from my ear as I had outgrown these tubes. Typically these tubes would fall out on their own. And actually one of my ear tubes did fall out on its own like it should. But the other one got stuck there and I was growing too much for it. And so it had to be removed from surgery. As a third grader or at least being younger, I'd never really had surgery before. And so this was a, a scary thing for me. Uh, I'd never been under an anesthetic either. So I would actually have to be put under for this surgery. It wasn't that big of a deal or anything really in reality, but I remember laying in the bed at the hospital, being nervous and scared about having this surgery happen. I remember my mom was there, but then I also remember that my children's pastor her name is Dina. She was there as well. And I remember specifically her praying for me and being present before heading into a surgery. Now, I've had a lot of experiences with Dina. I grew up at the same church my entire childhood. Uh, a lot of really great things that Dina has done, but this one has always served as a memory and has stood out to me. And to the point where I 
have been thinking about this recently. And so that was just one thing that was really important to me and stood out to me about Dina is that she was there for me and prayed for me before this scary surgery. So when you're scared, though, there are actually a lot of opportunities to form good memories or sometimes bad memories as well. But we usually remember things when we are scared. Uh, this might be because we're hyper aware of the things around us that we would normally be distracted from noticing. Uh, I don't really remember what age I was during this procedure, but I do remember that Dina came to pray for me because I was scared. And so that really stood out. It was the people that were around me. I was observant and noticed them. And kids sometimes aren't always observant about who's in the room or who's not, if they're playing or distracted. So being scared helped me to remember who was present. I also remember afterwards that I got one of those cool miniature Sprite cans that they were brand new on the market after I woke up from the surgery. And I remember that being like the coolest thing because I remember walking past them at Target and there was this little display of all these like really tiny, I, I don't even know how many ounces, maybe eight ounces in these like little tiny cans. And I was just thinking, wow, that's super cool. I really would like one of those sometime. And lo and behold, that's what the hospital had after I woke up from the surgery. So I really stood out to me and I remembered that. And that's a really fun memory of, ah, oh, yeah, I get to have this really cool Sprite can. And actually that's how I remembered this entire experience. And I remembered that Dina did come and pray for me was because over Thanksgiving weekend, we picked up some of those little tiny Sprite cans. And I went and I had myself a Sprite and I thought, wow, this reminds me of when Dina came to pray for me because I was scared before my surgery. It, the memory, even though I was scared, it was unpleasant. The memories are pretty pleasant <laughs> to me from the Sprite can because of who came and took the time to take care of me and let me know that I'm important to them. So let's just remember, we need to be there for one another. Just because we're scared, sad, maybe even angry, doesn't mean that you can't find opportunities to make new memories and enjoy life. I'd argue that you're actually able to create more lasting memories when you experience strong emotions like sadness than when you go through life complacent. Uh, being scared is uncomfortable, of course. I didn't want to be scared as a third grader before the surgery, but just because something's uncomfortable, you might Try to numb the experience of being scared by distracting yourself with Netflix. Or you might not want to be sad, so you might go and get a tub of ice cream and distract yourself with some ice cream on a, a Tuesday night. So while these things might help your dopamine go up temporarily, the lasting joy of memories that could have been formed in those situations by feeling those emotions would be forgotten. We become complacent instead of being able to notice small things that will form memories for us. So we can't self-select what we numb. We can't choose to numb ourselves from negatives or what we perceive to be negative emotions. We will numb ourselves from those, but we also will end up numbing ourselves from the intense high points of our life. Having others there to support us though in those strong emotions and creating environments that will take those strong emotions and turn them into a more pleasant memory, it's important. So we have to have others there to support us 
and to help us avoid numbing from our emotions and to help us create memories that we can be fond of. Even though I was scared, having Dina there for my ear tube surgery reminded me I was important. Someone cared enough about me to be there for minor surgery. And I always want to remember how it feels to be cared for uh, in that moment. I don't want to forget that. I can pick up a miniature can of Sprite and I can remember that I was loved pretty well. It's only possible because when I was scared, somebody was there for me and created an environment that helped me to have a, a fun memory. So experience of having my ear tubes removed from surgery, it, it turned from a pleasant memory into a pleasant memory for, of how someone loved me instead of it being a memory of just how scared I was. So here are some steps that we can take to, to make sure that we are turning our uncomfortable feelings into pleasant memories and taking the opportunity to learn from those unpleasant feelings and uncomfortable emotions and turning them into something that can be a good memory for you. So the first step is you have to know that you or you have to know that someone else is scared, sad, angry, all those things. So you have to be able to name the emotions that you're experiencing or someone else is experiencing. So how do you figure that out? One, you need to step away from some distractions. You might notice uh, that there are numbing things that are going on. But you can also figure it out by how do you normally react when you are scared? Think about that for a second. Think about how would you normally react if you're sad? Do you feel those emotions somewhere? If you're angry, do you clench your fists? Do you scowl? Do you clench your jaw when you're nervous and scared? Do you feel heaviness on your brow when you feel sad? Where do you, how can you notice in your body that you're feeling these emotions? We have to be able to sense that for ourselves and sense that in other people in order to figure out where they're at if we're going to take that first step towards turning these uncomfortable experiences and feelings into a pleasant memory. So number one, know where you're at or where someone else is emotionally and figure that out by looking at the signs. Uh, number two is we need to avoid numbing. So what are your typical numbing behaviors? Numbing distracts us from experiencing memories and distracts us from the moment that we're in and the emotions that we are in. Some typical numbing behaviors that are out there that I'm guilty of. Um, when I've had a really stressful day, I play Animal Crossing and I will transform my entire island. Maybe if you are experiencing sadness, you go to your favorite place to eat and you go to the buffet and you maybe have a little bit too much to eat. Some people, it might be other forms of addiction. It can be alcoholism. It can be an addiction to pornography. It can be all sorts of different things, but these are all numbing activities. Now, some numbing activities are less desirable than others. If you're experiencing too much alcohol or any sort of drug use or things like that, that's something that we definitely want to avoid numbing in that way. But it might take replacing those things with other numbing behaviors first before taking some of those steps. I encourage you to reach out to the appropriate people 
if you are experiencing numbing behavior that goes that far. But everyone experiences numbing to Netflix. We all might sit down and, and binge watch a familiar show on Netflix or on Peacock. You might watch The Office again and numb out to that sort of an experience. And that's not bad all the time. However, we need to not have that be the norm if we're going to truly experience life and make ourselves open to forming lasting memories. So if you want to turn uncomfortable feelings into pleasant memories, you need to make sure that you know how you typically numb and avoid those sort of situations and choose to sit instead in the emotion and see what you can learn from that experience itself. The third step towards turning uncomfortable feelings into pleasant memories is you need to connect those uncomfortable feelings with positive stimuli. Being scared, I connected that experience of being scared with the presence of somebody who loved me and who was there for me and prayed for me. I was scared, but after I was scared, I connected it with, I got a really cool miniature Sprite can after waking up from the surgery. So if you notice that you're scared or sad or angry or that somebody you care about is scared, what are some things that could be introduced into that situation that can turn it into a positive, that can turn it into something memorable that will tell them that they are loved, that they are cared for, and that they matter. So that's the third thing is, is finding those positive stimuli or just little treats or other stuff to connect with uncomfortable feelings. Now we're not trying to cover up those uncomfortable feelings. That's numbing. So we try to do that sometimes, positive stimuli of Netflix to cover up the uncomfortable feelings. No, we're not trying to cover them up. We're trying to connect those feelings that we might be less comfortable with with an experience that is positive and helps us to grow. Step one, you should know that you or someone else is scared, sad, or angry. How can you figure that out? Number two, avoid numbing. What are your typical numbing behaviors and choose to sit in the emotion instead and to experience that. And third, connect those uncomfortable emotions or less familiar emotions with a positive experience, a positive stimuli, somebody that you care about, have them come and be there with you, but take the time to really be aware of your environment and let those emotions show you some things that you may have missed if you were numbing. So that is something that I have been thinking about, and I'm really thankful for people that have been in my life that have shown me how much they've cared for me. And I can look at a tiny Sprite can and be thankful that I am loved, cared for, and that I also have had some pretty cool experiences and opportunities. So take the opportunity to think about some of your memories. And also, if you're feeling sad or angry or scared at this moment, how can you turn that into a positive memory today? So thanks for, for listening. Uh, we are really excited about some of the guests that we have this season. And we just appreciate your care and your listening. Reach out to me uh, and let me know what you are enjoying. If you have any guests or anybody that you'd like to hear 
about where they have found opportunity in their personal and professional life, let us know and you can do all of that at Learned Opportunity on Instagram. Shoot me a, a message. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Enjoy us next time as you continue to gain more opportunities in your personal and professional life.